going on geeks it's morbid time you're listening to episode 307 of the geeks of grace podcast my name is cody armor i'm here with lj lowry what up and shelly nolan let's go hello <laughs> this week we're geeking out about a state of play memes not equaling views and lord of the rings having a five-year plan and so should you probably i don't know i don't have a five-year plan uh <laughs> i don't have a plan for tomorrow <laughs> fact um <laughs> let's get into this uh, games we've been playing, I, yeah, it, Apex, I don't know, I don't tell you, it's just my, my getaway game. Um, <laughs> I haven't even tried the mobile version yet, I probably should do that, I could talk about something a little bit different at oh, least. Oh yeah. Uh, LJ, go ahead. Yeah, so, um, I've been playing, playing some stuff, uh, let's see, so the first thing I've really got into, which I'm happy I did, because it's like, I've always wanted to play it, and so... Uh, but with a buddy of mine, I played uh, Overcooked All You Can Eat Edition, which is basically the first, or it's basically both Overcooked games, but like all in one package. Yeah. And um, you can actually play online uh, with the first and second one because I think only the first one used to be like lo- local only. And it was one sense. of those games where, where it's like even with, like I always wanted to play it, and it's just one of those like multiplayer centric games I never had the chance to and. Uh, this week I got to play it, and it is utter chaos, but it is quite hilarious. Um, my thing, my joke was that uh, I cook like I'm I, like I cook like a Cajun because I always forget to cut everything, and I just want to throw everything in the pot. <laughs> That's like, funny. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yes, and it's like I always I forget to like yeah, and I always forget like oh you need to chop it, and I'm like oh no like, and then like the context of like the buttons, and then I'm like oh wait why did I grab that? I'm supposed to grab that, and I'm like why did I do this? You know it's just. It's a lot of dumb fun. Um, it's very that chaotic. Game stresses me out. My oh, wife loves it. You know what though? I will say I like the second one a lot more because the first one is straight up hard. Like it really is. Like yeah, right I think away. we only played the second one, but the, the second one is like I feel like I'm in chaos all the time, even still in the second one. But then like we would complete a level and it'd be like, oh, we got all three stars. Um, which I was surprised most of the time. Um, but then they do have. The I thought bonus. my ADHD brain would be like, "This is perfect," but my ADHD brain just like, <laughs> You're like overcooked no. itself. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then like, the, the, the second <laughs> the second one has uh, like the Kevin missions, which feel like the challenge of like the first uh, game. Like they're meant to be like super hard, but um, I like it. It's super fun and. Um, I'm definitely gonna play some again. I'll have to bring that game around for a stream again because I know we've done that before. Um, so that'll be fun to uh, go back to. Um, the other thing, um, I kind of got into back back into a bit of Sega nostalgia because, like, you know, they had the Sonic Frontiers gameplay come out too, and I was playing some old Sega stuff recently. Um, so I beat OG Streets of Rage two, like uh, nice. on the Switch. Uh, so that was good fun because I'm like, man, I haven't beat that since I was a kid. And then started playing Streets of Rage four again, um, and I'm on the last lo- level of that, which is pretty challenging. But uh, I'm excited just to kind of. Uh, I've been feeling like a lot of retro stuff lately, um, so it's been it's been cool to go back to that. And um, I think also the idea that the Ninja Turtles game is coming out uh, pretty soon, which is basically from the same publishers as the new Streets of Rage. So it's like I feel like I'm mentally getting myself prepped for that too. So yeah, um, 
Yeah, the new Streets of Rage is awesome if anybody has not played it yet. I think it's still on Game Pass. Um, but yeah, that game is fire. And uh, that's kind of what I've been playing. Cool. What about you, Shelly? So, my husband and I have been playing so much Lego Star Wars. So, <laughs> that's awesome. uh, I don't even know if we had Lego Star Wars by the last time we recorded this podcast. I don't even know if I've... I don't think I've talked about it, but we it's got it. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> well, and I didn't want to buy... A, I, I didn't want to buy it for 70 bucks. I was like, no way this is worth 70 bucks. Um, so, right. I did wait. It was on sale. Uh, it was on sale... Uh, to leading up for like this day of play it was the days of play or whatever it was called there was a sale yeah on PS5 they do and... like a summer sale yeah exactly so it was on that which I was like very surprised about because I'm like wow this game's pretty new um, yep so we got it it was, it was down to like 45 or 50 bucks I think yeah we got for like around 50 and oh my nice. gosh it's so fun there's so much content it's so yeah. and it's been really fun really really fun playing co-op so it's just awesome because i feel like i've had a lot of mixed experience playing um co-op lego in the past like lego games like i grew up playing primarily i think i might have played some lego star wars i definitely played some at least but i also mostly played lego harry potter yeah like, those I were kind of my lego games that. yeah that and um playing those co-op was fine but then it's kind of like, you know, once someone else joins the the screen, they can only go so far. And so if you want to go one way and the other person wants to go a different direction, you're kind of like pulling the screen apart. And it's like, ah, you're kind of like fighting in that way. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's still all very linear for the most part. You can only go certain places um, in those, a lot of those older games at the very least. I remember the, my last experience actually trying to play Lego uh, co-op was also with Daniel. We found a copy of lego lord of the rings and so we're like oh this will be fun the very first level glitched on us the oh, very no. first one it was literally impossible to beat we had to look up how to beat it and it's just because the things that were supposed to show up there's like a certain enemy or like flag that was supposed to show up never did and we're like oh cool we have a glitched game that's oh, awesome no. so I, all that being said i was a little hesitant with this game but oh my gosh it's just so good like, Fantastic quality, really. Yeah, you have the split screen to co-op instead of having to, like, share the same screen, which means you can actually just go and explore and do your own thing. Which, again, like, split screen is kind of rough for people who have smaller screens, but we have a pretty big screen, so it's really, you know, nice mm. for us. And we can just split up and kind of, like, do whatever um, collectibles and stuff so we can collect things twice as fast, right? There's two of us. Um, and it's easier to collect things that, um, you know, we can lift the other person on a box and grab a collectible like a kyber brick or something it's way easier um than just having to do it all by yourself and so we played through all of the um episodes so like we actually beat the game technically like we nice. played all the episodes but we're yeah. we're 100 in the game which if you have this game there's a lot of characters a lot of ships and there's three different mm. types of ship as well there's um mini kits you get five mini kits uh per or parts per level so per level there's like five levels per episode right so we're getting mm. all of those and getting all the mini ships they're just the ships but they're small right it's kind of like a go-kart version of like popular <laughs> ships that you're yeah. familiar with but then there's also like actual spaceships that you can unlock and you can just unlock those through episodes and through um quests and things like that and then there's big ships 
that you take over, which I was like, I didn't realize that was a thing in this game until it started happening. Like, all of a sudden, a big ship came, and you could just take it over. You go on the ship, you take it over, and then it's yours. And you can explore. And it has even more collectibles. It has yeah. even more Kyber Bics or, you know, May Kits and things like that. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So much that's content. That's crazy. Because you can beeline the game and never see any of that. Exactly. And that's like, I haven't even talked yeah. about how, like, every single planet... That's in this, like, you can go and explore. And so we've already, we're trying to work through each um, sort of subsection of the galaxy. So we've already 100% won the one that has Mustafar in it, um, as well as Dragon Snake, uh, Swamp, and something else. We've 100% Kamino as well. Kamino's pretty small. Um, again, it was only a small part of episode three. And now it's like, yeah, also yeah. my my Star Wars lore brain is expanding because there's a bunch of stuff I just didn't know, like the names of things or like, you know, now it's all expanding. It also makes me really want to go back and like rewatch the original trilogy. Honestly, watch all of them again. But I, I feel like I'm actually the most familiar with the prequels. Um, mm. I don't know why I just watched the most, those the most when growing up because they were like newer when that was the case. And then... Um, you know, most recently I saw the sequel trilogy, but the original trilogy, it's been a long time since I've seen them, so I kind of, like, want to watch them again. Like, I'm just in such a huge Star Wars movie, and, like, we're going to talk about Obi-Wan mm. later, yeah. um, obviously, but, like, this game is actually legitimately incredibly fun. There's literally so much content, and it's so fun that Daniel and I are actually, like, putting aside going to, like, Smash tournaments to play this game instead, <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> we're just like we'd rather we we literally went to a tournament together and both of us looked at each other and determined yeah we'd rather be home playing lego star wars together <laughs> like why did we sign up um that's funny all that being said if you're on the fence about lego star wars like and it is still fun single player um but especially if you do have someone to play with like i highly highly recommend it it's very fun um, and there is actually just an astronomical amount of content. I think Jamie is streaming that game as we record. This I know, on the yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we're just having a really good time with that. So mm. yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we'll get into uh, the gaming news then. Yeah. Uh, LJ, I don't know if you want to start with the state of play or not, but big yeah, state of play no, came out. No. Yeah, we're gonna start with that because honestly, these conferences, these little showcases, are gonna be happening through the summer. So, like, cool. on Sunday, I think, is the Xbox one. Um, I know Summer... Little, little baby E3. Yeah, so Summer Game Fest is uh, going to be happening, too. So there's going to be all these little indie showcases and things like that. Uh, so it's one of those things where it's, like, E3 going away, like, doesn't really matter. Because, like, even when it was still there, you know, we started these live stream showcases. Um, so this state of play has some pretty big stuff in it. Uh, one of them being, I think, obviously the biggest one, um, is Final Fantasy 16, which looks awesome. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally the combat, the combat designer from Devil May Cry is doing the combat in that game. Like, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm of the mind, I'm like, give me more action than these JRPGs so they can actually be fun for me. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I, JRPGs have needed to evolve for so long, and this one looks like it's going to have a lot of for, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen influence because I believe a lot of the head people in uh, that are working on that are doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks exciting. Uh, and then we have, like, Street Fighter Six was a big one. Uh, so we got our first look at that, and that game looks beautiful in the, in the re-engine that, like, Capcom has been using. 
Um, there's been info coming out about that game throughout the week. Um, Capcom is supposed to have their own showcase on the 13th, so I bet we'll see more of Street Fighter VI. Um, <clears throat> the first, the, the thing they opened up with, which I should, probably should have mentioned anyway, um, is Resident Evil 4 Remake is actually a thing, uh, which I still think the original game holds up, uh, but I'm still down for this remake. Uh, so, looks cool. And then the game that I probably wasn't going to pick up, but I will now, since I'm going to have this subscription, is uh, Stray, which yes. is the cat game. Oh, and it looks, looks so good. Awesome. Um, so, like, it was a game that I wasn't, like, I didn't know if I was going to ever pick up or not, just because I hadn't really seen it. But now, if you do have that premium, like, third-tier, top-tier subscription for PlayStation Plus, mm -hmm. uh, this is going to be available through that. So... Which is funny because a lot of people are like, it's still not their big, like, a big exclusive game. Yeah. But it's kind of neat that they do have something that's like, oh, you're going to get this at launch. Um, of that new subscription. So, Stray looks cool. I believe it's going to have a photo mode. So, expect mini cat photos. Yeah, this from... is one, I remember them announcing it, like, with yeah. the PS5, right? Like, it was, like, one of their first yep. games that they announced. And, their, and, and it was very a cinematic trailer. Like, we didn't really get to see what it was going to be. Yeah, and I'm like, this is, like... Yep. It was, like, that game and Canaan Bridge of Spirits. Those were, like, two yep. games where I was like, I need those games. <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks good, though. Like, it looks like a legit, like, fun platformer. It looks pretty. Um, it is coming to PS5 and PS4, uh, which, is, which is cool. So it's, like, there's still a lot of people that don't have PS5s. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. I think that's coming out in July as well, um, which is very soon. And then uh, there's a bunch of other things, uh, smaller things. Like the, the other one I was excited about was uh, Callisto Protocol, which is from the original lead designer of Dead Space. So that's it basically right. looks like a Dead Space game. Yeah. Uh, which I'm, all, I'm so on board for. It's um, crazy looking. Yeah, then there were some other small things. Um, Horizon is getting a VR game, so they're showcasing a lot of PSVR 2 stuff, which uh, I hope some of that... I know some of that will be coming to the Oculus, like, so I'm kind of excited for some of that. Um, but yeah, that's the state of play. Um, and then we'll move into uh, some Nintendo stuff, something a little more fun and weird. Um, so apparently... I forget where this was discovered, but Animal Crossing, uh, the, the newest one on Switch, apparently only goes up to the year 2061. Um, so my wondering is, what happens if you did play to 2061 and there was like this so, like Y2K type of... <laughs> like yeah, thing, like well, because someone... It's, it's like, I remember seeing this in a YouTube video. It was literally just okay. on my feed. But it was like, you know, oh... I don't even remember the title, but it was basically someone, yeah. you know, changed the time on their Switch to, um, like, the day before 2061, and it was like, mm. you know, Happy New Year's, yeah, 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 and then it's like, it's a regular day, and then the day after that, it's just like, uh, just says, like, the game doesn't support this time. Please go back in time <laughs> and play more. Yeah, like, so it's, sad. It's, it's literally just like, Nintendo put a, a lock on it, they're like, they had to just choose a limit. They had to choose a number a year that you could it literally surpass. play till the end of time. Yeah, they couldn't do that. I guess <laughs> so. They and they didn't even choose like you know three thousand or whatever. It had to be twenty sixty one for some reason. Um, I wonder if it's just like the data or something. Like I don't know. Like 
what would entail that. But it is interesting because so I do almost feel like though that it is just a temporary placeholder because it does the message itself does say like turn back the time. It does say like turn back your clock and play in the past, like do that. And it makes me think that it really actually is just a placeholder that like a future patch like and you know who knows maybe they'll just let animal crossing hmm. die out that's that's fair they might just do that but i feel like they could very easily patch and and move it up a couple years every once in a while um that doesn't seem surprising at all especially because yeah it's like that message really makes it seem it's like a oh clearly you changed the time on your switch um and now mm. you need to change it back because yeah. you've gone too far rather than um Oh, like our system doesn't. It's handle like no, this, we're not know? gonna let we're not gonna let you be a time lord. Nothing. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, it's it is pretty interesting though. It is very funny, especially just a game like that. It's like you could still go back to the original Animal Crossing and just play. Like, there's yep. no time limit as far as I'm aware on the original that or or even New Leaf, I, I believe. That would um, be so, so it's just kind of weird how so it's like so what what's different with this game? Yeah, I don't know. Um... My thing, though, is, like, there's definitely going to be another one anyway. Like, they're yeah. going to keep making those yeah. games. You're right. So, it's just a fun... It's just, to me, it's just... Yeah, like, I don't know if it's data or whatever, but it's fun. It is pretty fun. Uh, if you're, like, really invested in this game, to know that, like, all of your progress will just be... Nope. Obsolete. Like you've reached the end of time. Years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You've, you've reached... Because that's, that's still, yeah. like, within your lifetime, too. It's, like, there's lots yep. of kids who got this game... And they're still going to be well within gaming age by yeah. 2061. Like, you bring up the original uh, Animal Crossing. How long ago was that made? Uh, I want to say 2005. I think I'm 2003. Wrong. 2003. I know. So, Game fun Cube, fact right? about the original. Yeah, so fun fact about the original is it started as an N64 game. There's a oh, legit wow. N64 version in Japan that can be played. That's neat. Uh, That's cool. Yep. So, um... I'm looking it up. 2004... No, 2003 in Australia. America is 2002. Yep. Okay, then... So, that game is 20 years old, and people are still playing it. So, 40 years seems, like, so far away. Yeah. But people are still playing the original Animal Crossing. I'm sure there are people that still are, yeah. Oh, man. There's gotta be. so many hours in that original Animal Crossing. It's Um, so... I don't know. It's just, like, the fact that it's it's just a game... That's it's meant like a, for you, and you're encouraged to play every day, and you would think that you'd like, want them to play for a long time. <laughs> you but... cannot go this far. <laughs> then again, you know what? I take that back. Yep. Nintendo does not care about their games surviving. There they will be do a not. Switch 4 or something by They then, or, release oh. a game, and then they patch it a couple times, maybe a couple years, you know, for a couple years at, at this point on the Switch, and then they say, we don't care about it anymore. We aren't going to support it. You can't do this. Even games in the past, right? They're like, mm-hmm. why are you playing this old game? Get our new shiny one. I'm looking at you, Nintendo. At, but then at, they're at like, Melee. hey, if you want to play this old game, we're going to sell you Super Mario Brothers for like a tenth time. Exactly. And yeah. again, just anyway. continue to not support Melee <laughs> as a, as a yeah. competitive game. But whatever. I promise yeah. you, Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo. Uh, being Nintendo. Nintendo um, being Nintendo, exactly. Yep. And then the last piece of news, which I totally spaced this out because I'm like, there's so much other stuff going on. That um, they had a, another Pokemon, like, a, was it a direct or was it just a trailer? It was a, um, it was a trailer. It wasn't even a direct. It okay. was just a trailer. Okay, but it had a I lot of content. Everybody was like, big Pokemon news. Um, yeah, so that new trailer came out. Uh, some highlights of that, I think, which to me is the most appealing. Like, 
like I could see like myself enjoying it with people, uh, but it's gonna be four player co op, uh, which is very interesting. Like to me, that sounds amazing, but I'm like how like I feel like there's gonna be a caveat there that as you know again we're talking about Nintendo being Nintendo. I feel like there's gonna be a major caveat there about that four player co op, and I hope there isn't. Yeah. Uh, I want it to be drop in drop out, and like we were just talking about Animal Crossing. Like, think about how much of a pain it was to, like, connect in, like, Animal Crossing. Yeah. You know, but or, I, like, to play a lot of Nintendo yeah. games online. There's just always some caveat. I mean, so. I remember how it worked in Pokemon Go. That was super easy. But then it, you literally just shake the Joy-Con and the other person joins you. But Oh, and, uh, yeah, Let's Go. Yeah, yeah. And Let's Go, that's why I meant not Go. Sorry. There's, yeah. there's Go and Let's Go. They're two different games. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> It's true. Meant, let's go. Yeah, so so I'm hoping there will be some kind of streamlined feature because I I could definitely I hope see. That there's a point. Like, I don't just want to go into your world and then say hi. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to. If we're all teaming up, I want all four of us to like join a battle. Well, I think of like, like how something. how Sword and Shield had like the Dynamax raids and stuff. Like, they could yeah. easily add like raids in this game, like four player co-op raids like that. Um, see that I'm okay with. That's usually yeah. not my my thing but uh, like in destiny i would play destiny as a shared world but i would always play by myself mm-hmm. um but i think that is what pokemon needs is like i just don't want to show up in your world and not do after anything to do besides yeah. say hi and look at your pokemon and then yeah. trade i can already do that yeah um they showed off a lot of really cool pokemon um lechonk, lechonk. More like Lechonk. To me, I'm like go up. <laughs> I'm like if I could if I could just have Lechonk as my starter. Then I'm like, yep, just, just get an army it. of them. Just, just free your PC Pokemon, your starter Pokemon. Seriously, just get Lechonk. And just have an army of Lechonks. Yeah. So it's yeah. Uh, like literally release your Pokemon, and then whenever like what is your starter, you can be like it's just Lechonk. Do I don't have anyone else. Lechonks only. Yeah. Oh, Lechonk run only. You only get Lechonks. Whatever it evolves into, no. It'll be called, it'll be Lechonk. called a nuzzle. Lechonk's my starter. This a, other one. A nuzzle chonk. A nuzzle chonk. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, but Small Liv anyway. is also cute. I like Small Liv. I like the idea of yeah. he's a little olive boy. Like, it's just kind of. Kind yeah. Of nice. No, there are. I do as long like. As we don't get stuff. any more ice cream Pokemon. I know that was like 20 years ago and I'm salty still. I don't think it was 20 years ago. What was it? Like, it was, there's. Like a lantern. Probably 10 years. I don't know. Who wants that? It was like, 20 years ago. It was... <laughs> probably not. Uh, six? Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway. I'm going to find out. We can keep talking. Keep going ahead. <laughs> this... So... I, it it, wasn't it does sure, look but. like... It just kind of... Ma- like... It just reaffirms more that Arceus was very much like a prototype. Yes. For what this is. Um, So I almost feel kind of duped. Like, I'm like, oh. Like, it was cool to see, like them actually make strides in their actual gameplay and things like that so it looks it does look good uh, i'm just hesitant because i've i've traded in every pokemon game i've ever bought so i'm just like i don't know like knowing me i'll give into like the fomo like i did with like elden ring and like other games in the past because i have an addiction and I'll probably, yeah. you know, like yeah. I'll probably end up playing it somehow. Like that's just me. I know. Okay, I exaggerated a little bit. Uh-huh. Vanillet uh, debuted September third, twenty eleven. So eleven years ago. Okay, that's still <laughs> a long time ago. It's longer than I so, thought it yeah. was. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be salty about it anymore, but <laughs> ice cream is salty, so. The salted pretzel ice cream. Like, yeah. Ooh, yum. <laughs> yum. Um, anyway. 
Yeah, but like what you're saying, I think it's really exciting how it seems like they really are finally fully embracing an actual regular like, mainline Pokemon yeah. game that's open world. Like, yeah. they really did just sort of toy and sort of play with and introduce the idea in Sword and Shield. Um, then they finally like unlocked it a little bit more in Legends Arceus, and now they're finally like, hey, at least they're they're advertising. You know, they could have false advertising, I suppose. That that's an option. Um, but they're at least advertising that it's like you can just wander, you can explore and do the story or do the um, the gyms and go to the places, do stuff in any order that you would like. Which I think, again, Pokemon fans like me, I feel like we've been waiting for that for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So that's really, really yeah. exciting. If they scale the leveling, like that's not an it'd be a new thing for pokemon but it wouldn't be a new thing in rpgs no because that would be awesome if i could just go to any gym that i want and it's at the level that i'm at exactly Mm. exactly it'd be really interesting to see how that's going to work because again like we we didn't see necessarily gameplay of that aspect we saw you know people roaming around um and 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 things like that but uh i just want more information i think it remains to be seen like how the systems are actually going to be at play Yep. in that game yep uh but like like i said it looks it's awesome that i'm happy that game freak is making moves now so i know i'm just like uh, wow it actually looks good and the designs <laughs> look good so far the the legendaries look very cool i am a big fan of both of them i don't like i again was not interested in the sword and shield legendaries at all i was not interested in oh, even yeah. the alolan legendaries the legendaries at all. do look um, awesome in this what was the generation before that i don't know i probably didn't care about the, them either i don't think i've cared yeah. ever since um zekrom and reshiram again 11 years ago that was the same gen i'm pretty sure as as ice as, or as ice cream boy um I, i've never really been that drawn to any of the legendaries i think since that gen um but i really like these ones they're cool and also they're just a motorcycle mm-hmm. they're both motorcycles that's what they are it's very funny it's like <laughs> one's literally a dinosaur motorcycle and one's an electric motorcycle you can't tell me otherwise so i'd rather the one that's run on fossil I think fuels maybe they saw persona uh, and they're like we need a pokemon <laughs> that has that's a motorcycle or something i i want uh violet because i like purple um mm-hmm. but the scarlet one looks so cool see because that's what i mean it's like I, I i actually am like ooh, i need to actually think about what i want especially because you know two professors we've never seen that before two professors mm-hmm. one for yeah. each so we have like the sort of like futuristic one right and then there's like the the one who, lady who kind of has like a caveman aesthetic which is really funny like the, i i like this <laughs> idea of like the ancient old historical things versus like the futuristic thing i'm just like you know i feel like that's something they would have addressed in pokemon games already with like they always have to have these like dynamics i feel like that's something they could have done before but they haven't and i'm like oh you know what mm-hmm. that makes sense um did they have it for sword and shield a sword versus a shield. It's kind of, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of boring. Um, not gonna lie, but this one, it's it seems cool and interesting to me. I'm like, they could actually create some interesting. Like, I can imagine maybe depending on the game you get, whatever you know, Team Rocket, whatever the bad guys are gonna have. It's like maybe they think that the answer to all of the world's problems is something that lies in the past or conversely something that lies in the future and so they have to you know get either an ancient legendary to help them with this problem or a futuristic one like i just think there's cool story implementation that could happen mm-hmm. with that concept yeah. i think it's an interesting concept all that being said two different minds about you know the world of pokemon yep yeah yeah that is cool 
Yeah, overall, I'm, yeah. I'm actually, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. It's been a while since I've been this, yeah. you know, unless you count Legends Arceus, it's been a, lot, a while since I've actually been kind <laughs> yeah. of like, oh, looking forward to a new Pokemon yeah. game, like genuinely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I uh, definitely skipped, completely skipped the, the last one. Is it Sword and Sword and Shield was, was the last one. The, straight... the one before that was the Alolan region, which I played, like, very little of. <laughs> So I skipped that one because I just didn't have. Yeah. I, I did. I did. I'm skip very big with money. Uh, Sword and Shield. I had no interest in. There was also X I was and like, Y. The X map and y. is straight. I had uh, X and Y. X and y. Really like, good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the story. I just know that, um, like, Pokemon breeding was a lot easier in that game, and I was convinced that I was going to make an actual team, and I got a perfect Gengar. He's somewhere. I don't know which game he's on right now, um, but it took me like a week and a half to get my perfect Gengar, and I was like, I'm not doing that five more times. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I want to play Pokemon games for the story from now on. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm excited too. I think it'll yeah. be cool. The map's not a straight line up. Hopefully, it'll actually be fun. Yeah, like pick a direction and go. <laughs> you know, like that'll be awesome to do it. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Let's get into movie news. Yeah. Uh, or not movie news, but movies we've been watching. Uh, Got to get that in at least once a week. <laughs> LJ, you went to the theater twice. Yes, I did. Um, so the first one I think most people will want to know about is Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, yeah and it's really good. It is. Um, so the thing about Top Gun is it had been so long since I'd seen the first one. I actually watched it on my day off the day before I went to see the movie after work. Uh, and there was a lot in there that like it's, you know, it seems like such a like action bro movie, you know, like. 80s action bro movie it is kind Tom of a Cruise. thing. Um, yeah. And so it is much deeper than that. And I won't go into spoilers because I hope you all will at least give the movie a shot before you see Top Gun Maverick. Um, because this one connects heavily to the first one. And it's like the first one is essential viewing uh, to me. And honestly, like it is so much better than like I ever thought it would be. At least the first one. Because um, there is a major plot point in there that I somehow avoided like all these years and so i want everybody else to experience that that hasn't seen top gun yet um so then i yeah so maverick is some people are people are calling it saying it's better than the original and i'm like i've heard that having just seen the original i don't know if i can say that or not because like the original just hits so hard like emotionally um the second one does too though so to me like they're almost like one in the same like they're they're like feel they feel like two parts you know they don't feel like separate movies to me um it's good though like and it's one of those things it's like tom cruise may be absolutely nuts but he does some amazing movies um it's good and all the stunts and all all that stuff like all the flying that they did was or like uh, tom cruise did that stuff himself and i think most of the actors might have as well um so it's it, it's really fascinating uh, it, it really is uh, so I recommend it it'll probably end up on Paramount Plus in like a month if people don't want to go out to the theaters but also it is a fun theater experience um, and it'll probably be in theaters for a while like it'll be like a no way home thing where it's like I could see them keeping it in theaters until like 4th of July weekend or something because um, it'll be that like people will st- could still go see it like that like you know that weekend so Oh, it's good. Um, The other thing that I watched that is 
really, really good is the Bob's Burgers movie. And okay. I love that show. Like, and I have not seen all the episodes. Like, I've probably seen maybe the first three seasons or so, maybe four seasons. And then there's like, there's like seven or eight seasons of that show now. Oh, wow. Um, it is so good. Uh, like, the, the movie, like, especially if you're a fan, like, I actually wrote a review on this for our website. And I was very surprised that it is pretty much a musical, which I shouldn't have been surprised as well because music is such a big thing about the show. Like, there's always this little jingle at the end credits, like where the characters sing, or there's just there's some kind of musical reference or music reference in every in every episode of the show. Um, the the actual musical numbers in in the movie are pretty solid. They're very catchy. It's it's one of those. It's a movie, though, that I would recommend, like, if you haven't seen Bob's Burgers, like, watch a little bit of Bob's Burgers and really kind of decide if you like that kind of humor um, before you go see the movie, because there's, like, a lot of inside jokes and stuff like that. Uh, but it also does well to, like, in the first song, introduce you to, like, each family member and what, like, drives them. Um, and the humor is straight up awkward and innocent. Like, to me, it's, like, it's real innocent humor because there's, like, a lot of adult jokes that the kids mostly you know they say some some naughtier stuff but it's like they have no idea they're just seeing it through the eyes of like young kids and then bob and linda are like the most wholesome family on animated television that like half the crap they get into like they're not even trying to get into they're just trying to run their restaurant and like you know yeah. stay like stay in business and so a lot of the nonsense they get into even in the show because i've been binging the show as well since i watched this and it's it's very innocent like they're the, like one of the most wholesome families that just gets into straight up nonsense most of the time um Heck yeah. but also like yeah for people that i would like that like musicals i kind of want to know people's thoughts because it's like there's not like a song every 20 minutes or every 10 minutes but there's like there's like three or four songs throughout the movie and it's really it's really solid um a lot of a lot of big voice actors aside from the original cast uh but it's good fun so that's what I watched over the last two weeks. All right, I watched uh, that Chip and Dale movie that was on Disney Plus. Finally, um, I liked it. It was a lot of fun. It's real weird. It is. Um, but that's kind of Andy Sandberg. Is that his name, right? Yep. Um, and then John Mulaney. That's kind of like their thing. Is real weird. A lot of Lonely humor. Island like influenced humor there. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, John Mulaney, he's really good with just like this real weird, awkward, uh, eclectic humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for them to make like a kids movie, I guess, I <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> it was they did a really good job with it. Um, it's got a lot of unexpected cameos and stuff. Uh, and then they're really smart about, you talked about the way they kind of parody things so that they didn't have to worry about the copyright issues. Yep. Um, a lot of that stuff is really did, clever. Did you see what they done. had before they were going to do the ugly thing? No. Oh, I saw... Uh, are you talking about the Jar Jar Binks? Yes, it was going to be Jar Jar Binks before, before yeah. they used that particular cameo they oh. ended up using. They should have done both, I think. Uh, they should have added him added him in somewhere. Um, <laughs> it's... I don't know. It's cool. That cameo you're talking about... Uh, played a way larger role than i thought it would <laughs> yeah uh, so that was really weird um and i really enjoyed that for a lot of the, the cameo stuff it wasn't just like someone appearing just because like they kind of had a reason to be there mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the times and that is kind of different from a lot of newer like i think of space jam uh 
just was here's a bunch of cameos for no reason yep um yeah they had a lot of them had like a purpose for being there and like led the story along and weren't just like a hey look what we can do yeah it was uh, it was like yeah. very much a part of like the lore and like the world building of this weird mixed like reality that they lived in of like realism and like animation yeah yeah which made no sense um cars are all human-sized cars and they kind of mentioned that in the, <laughs> yeah. in the movie they're like you know they can get chipmunk sized cars um but i like in a world where uh everyone is like they have houses and stuff for chipmunks yep uh <laughs> like why are there so many My human cars i don't understand had, like a little tiny seat thing for the car <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh. um it, it was just kind of like this is this world doesn't really work if you think about it too no, hard. No, um, It's so goofy. And then uh, one of them has a dog. <laughs> it's like bigger than yeah. Uh, uh, it's good. I don't know. I liked it. It's, you know, if you have Disney Plus, it's free. It's, it's a good watch. watch. It'll make you laugh. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it would have been successful in the theaters, but it feels like a theater movie. Yeah. Uh, like, like it, almost it feels like a theater movie that would have done really badly. It makes me wonder, like, if people would have went to see it the first week and it wouldn't have done great, but then they, but then word of mouth would happen, and then maybe the second week, you know, people would keep yeah. going to see it, you know. Um, yeah, it's got kind of almost a Roger Rabbit uh, feel to it, which makes sense because it was heavily inspired, I think. Yeah. Uh, by that, and I don't know. I say, if you got Disney Plus, you might as well watch it. Yeah, it's, it's worth not. it. Yeah. Um. If it was in theaters, I probably wouldn't have recommended it in theaters. I would think it's all right. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> we can get into the movie news then, though. Um, what's going on, Shelly? Yeah, so we have a couple trailers, and we also have, um, well, <laughs> talking about movies and theaters. Um, yeah, let's talk about Morbius a little bit. <laughs> so oh. Sony thought it would be a good idea with all the memes with going around with Morbius. Um, they thought, oh, people are interested in our movie and maybe we should capitalize on this and put it back in theaters. Um, no. The meme that they didn't understand Ugh. is that no one's seen the movie. Mm-hmm. That's the joke. And no one cares yeah. to watch the movie. No one wants to watch it. There's no, it's and, not and like- you know what, you Oh, no, I was gonna say, you know what's such trash too is on TikTok that they've been doing like marketing, like the marketing boxes, or they've been sending people like Blu-rays and like all this marketing stuff to make videos for. Oh. And like those people, those people that received those things are just like totally like eating it up. They're like, yeah, like we did it, guys. We put Morbius back in theaters, like <laughs> for the meme, you know. And it's like so nobody oh, can watch it again, gosh. you know. Like it's like y'all are a part of the problem. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So it's like it's... like this. This movie doesn't deserve that. I know. It's like, I I heard it's bad, but it's like, is it... It's I heard it's also bad that's not, like, actually that enjoyable bad. That's the problem, really. If it was, like, a bad movie it's... that could get a cult following, that's one thing, right? But no, this is not that movie. No one wants to see this movie. Um, they, I think, made, like, a collective $300,000 or something with this weekend, which is, like... As far as making a movie like that, as expensive as it was, as expensive as it is to get, you know, a weekend in the theaters, probably not worth it. It just flopped again. I've seen so many memes of like, it's even funnier the second time. 
the first <laughs> uh the first i think day i think what was it eighty five thousand. it was only eighty five thousand. yeah that they made off of which it. is which is which is essentially i think i saw like somebody did the math and it was like eight tickets a theater like Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's so bad. crazy. Yeah, like, and that was the first day. Like, I don't know about like a whole weekend for sure, but, but like, <laughs> some perspective. Like, what? Yeah. Oh. Wow. So that was just our first news. I just had we had to mention that. You know, it's morbid. It's time. funny, but it's also like <laughs> morbid time. It's also like, please stop because this is just gonna get Sony. To this is giving them the wrong message. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah I do appreciate Jared Leto's. Uh, he did the little video of him like hiding his script. Oh yeah, yeah. It said uh, Morpheus Two. It's Morbid Time. Yeah. And he was like, "Look at this!" And they like put the camera over. He's like, "No, stop, stop, stop! This is secret." And they like pull it open, and it's Morbid. the script for the second movie titled <laughs> yeah. Morbid Time. And I'm like, I wouldn't put it past Sony. Yeah. Like, is this what fans want? They just—that's the thing. Though. That's how corporations work. They use any sort of attention to try to get <laughs> mm-hmm. money. So if they try to continue capitalizing on this meme, like it's not going to work. But I wouldn't pass put it past them to try. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. The way that you actually do that is how Sonic the Hedgehog has done it, engaging with your fans in a way that's actually mm-hmm. like you know uplifting fan art and you know ridiculous things like that uh, that so many Sonic fans do and feel. And, um, and basically letting. Yeah, like letting people make like their own fan games and stuff like that. Seriously, like, yeah. Sega really does not care like what people do like with their stuff, like which is awesome. Yeah, it's like that's sort of the, that's the shining Ooh. example of how to actually engage with your audience in a way that respects your audience, makes it also just really yep. fun, and also makes you money. Right? It does mm-hmm. in the end. Also make you money. That's that's how you do and it. That's how that's how we got that redesign and things like that too. Like, Seriously. That's how, it ended up being a hit, you know, because that's that's the way things should go. Not like, oh, this thing's bad. Let's just it's called keep making more of it so people can laugh. Fans. Yeah, and really it's like hard. with Sony. With Sony, it's like we're not laughing with you. We're laughing at you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh yes, we're all laughing. Yeah, they're like, no, we're laughing at you. Specific. That's a great way of wording it. It's so accurate, though. Um, so anyway, just had to bring that back up the news. We also have two new trailers. Um, we have one called um, The Man from Toronto. So this is another Netflix original movie. Kevin Hart and um, Woody Woody Harrison. Woody Harrelson, sorry. I never remember Oh, Woody, Har- um, Woody Harrelson. A lot of people say it, but yeah. It's like, it's just, I mean, I feel bad, but it just looks like another very like stereotypical Kevin Hart movie. I don't know. It probably is. I feel like it you could replace be. Kevin. I feel like Dwayne The Rock Johnson could be there. I feel like... Heck, I feel like Ryan Reynolds could oh, be yeah. there. Oh, yeah. That's fair. It just kind of seems like that. But, I mean, at, at the very least, it's a somewhat interesting premise where it's like um, Kevin Hart's character is just a random guy, right? He always has to be just a random guy most of the time um, in, in these movies. <laughs> so he's just a random guy. He finds himself in the wrong place at the wrong time where everyone thinks he's like this really, really intense bad guy kind of thing like that he you know he walks into this house and the guy's like oh are you from toronto or like are you this guy he's like oh you know i'm from toronto or whatever and he like goes down and they're just like you need to torture this guy and he's like huh what and so then like the rest of the movie the premise is kind of that he needs to continue to be pretending to be this man in order for them to find the man um i feel like the trailer gives too much away already i feel like i already know what the what the movie's about but that's okay i actually missed this because i've been working all day so i haven't been seen the trailer so i'm gonna watch the trailer but 
I like Woody Harrelson, so it's like yeah, Kevin Hart's fine too. Even though he, like you said, he's just gonna be Kevin more Kevin Hart. Um, so yeah, I'll probably give this a watch because it's on Netflix. It's gonna be on Netflix. You said exactly, right? it is on Netflix. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a watch totally because it's on Netflix. What is funny though about seeing Woody Harrelson there is that our other news, um, like when I think of Woody Harrelson, <laughs> I think of the Hunger Games. We actually have yeah. a trailer for another Hunger Games movie. Which is crazy. You are the queen of transitions. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> point. Hair flip, hair flip. Since people can't see me hair flipping. Um, <laughs> I was like, awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so funny. They are making another Hunger Games movie. It's um, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Which if you're not very, if you don't really pay attention to Hunger Games news, which like there's not much news, right? Um, this is a book. Originally, you know, came from a book that came out a couple years back. Um, so remember everybody this was a book <laughs> yeah and it's not a here's the thing that's what people need to realize I don't know if people realize Ballad of Songbirds and, Snake, Songbirds and Snakes is a prequel and it is a prequel that focuses okay. on President Snow and like his backstory so Weird. there's not going to be any Katniss there's not going to be any Peta or Gale or any you know the characters you actually care about I mean who knows maybe there's some really big <laughs> president snow fanboys out there just not me can't be me i don't like snow i don't it's care like about fantastic him. beasts yeah Ooh. pretty much <laughs> and um i forget exactly I, I remember reading the premise and i, I like you know because i was like you know i've read the original hunger games and aside from the last book i actually really liked them you know the first one was okay and the second one was actually really good kind of like how the movies went and then again just like the movies and the books um together the third one was just crap um, I, I never saw those last two movies I, I liked the first two yeah i feel like you don't even really need to watch the last two personally um hmm. in my opinion but uh so it's so this isn't like a, you know after that it's before that it's like many years before that president snow is young and he's doing stuff and he i think is either involved in the hunger games in some way of that year or maybe he's in the actual hunger games i don't actually mm -hmm. remember um but there's just you know it's just about him right that's all you need to know um so the trailer itself was really more of a teaser it was just <laughs> which doesn't really instill a lot of hope for me because it was really and you know granted maybe they're still really deep in production i think it's 2023 movie but even then, yeah. it's a 2023 movie. I feel like they should have something. But it's like, they just have these cool visuals. And they're like, the Hunger Games are back. And that's just like kind of misleading because it's like, technically, sure, it's another Hunger Games movie. But it's not the same characters. It's different characters slash it's focusing mm -hmm. on the villain. And a villain that, in my opinion, isn't even that interesting. I was never interested in Presence Snow. There's some villains in those dystopian universes or whatever that can be really interesting heck don't i'm not gonna give jk rowling ideas but i would rather <laughs> instead of fantastic beasts as a franchise i would rather we just have a tom riddle movie personally yeah i think that would have been more be interesting cool. to me because i feel like voldemort is actually a very interesting villain in some ways oh yeah um but present so again for me i'm just like it's just not so I don't really care, but I don't know. Maybe people liked the book. I heard a lot of people didn't, but you know, maybe some people did, and maybe this is really exciting for them. So, um, as someone who's a, I would say, I'm a relatively Hunger Games fan. I'm definitely not an aficionado or anything, but it's like you know, when it was popular, right? I was the mm. demographic, so of course I liked it. 
I was literally the demographic. I'm a white girl, right? I was a young white girl, so I was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty good. This is kind of fun. Um, yeah. But I don't really care about this personally. But who knows? Maybe the trailer will be, like, really good. I just have I have this feeling that they're going to, like, be aware that it's, like, just about President Snow and that's not going to be interesting. They're going to throw in some weird stuff where it's like, this is, um, this is Katniss's relative. This is PETA's relative. Like, from the past. I have a feeling they're going to do that crap just to try to pull back people into being interested, mm-hmm. but who mm-hmm. knows? I just feel like Hunger Games hasn't been relevant. Dystopian genres, young dystopian, um, you know, young adult novels slash movies. Um, That's, like, that, that. Hunger Games is the reason why they made, like, Maze Runner and Divergent movies. Yeah, it was like, Hunger Games was one mm-hmm. of the first, like, franchises that really kick-started this wave of um, the sort of movement of, like, sort of dystopian based young adult novels um yep. and and movies sort of coincidentally alongside it and those are all gone those are dead and gone there's actually um i'll do a little bit of a plug here uh sarah zed is one of my favorite youtubers she's a video essayist she did a really really awesome video about this um it's very much not Corey luke geeks and grace this is a shelly opinion not geeks and grace opinion um <laughs> but if you're interested in that it's a really awesome video essay just about like the rise and fall of the dystopian young um young adult sort of genre it's very interesting it talks about all of this stuff um hmm. well that being said yeah that's a dead genre so why why are they <laughs> it seems silly to me I, I think this trailer is almost just to tell everybody, like, hey, remember us? You exactly. Know, like, I agree. Yeah. It doesn't give you any actual information. It's just like, guys, the Hunger Games are back. Remember hey, the Hunger hey, Games? Hey, remember? Remember? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Exactly. I remember being over them by the last movie. <laughs> yeah. And and it feels, like, still too new to be, like, nostalgia. I mean, I guess some people do yeah, probably definitely. have nostalgia for it, but it's, like, still feels too new. Yeah. It's, it's a little odd. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all I'll say because again, it was literally a teaser. We have like no information besides that. All we yeah. know is the book is based off of. So, yeah. That being said, that's our movie news. Sweet. We will get into TV then. A lot of big TV dropped the very oh, same day. We have yeah. uh, weren't here for Memorial Day week, so yeah. I mean, it was Friday was a holiday for me. Uh, <laughs> was it Friday? Monday. Yeah. What? When? Not Memorial Day. I know Memorial Day was Monday. Stranger oh. Things and Obi Wan came out oh, Friday yeah. night. Oh yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> I was well, like, wait, what thurs- did I say? Thursday night was. I loved how they dropped Obi Wan early because yeah, technically it was one of those things where uh, they dropped it like what was it midnight like. Eastern. I went to bed. I knew it was out. I was awake for so it, and I was like, mm, "It was midnight it. Eastern instead of midnight it instead of Pacific." Because Pacific, they usually do it like two two a.m. Um, yeah. But I was excited because I was like, you know what? I have to work the next two days. There's no way I'm going to get to watch this until Saturday evening. And I was able to catch it, and I was like, "Oh yes, good." Um, so I'm excited they do that, and I I want Disney Plus to do that again. <laughs> they probably mm-hmm. won't, but. I like that time. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're all caught up. Yes. I don't want to give anything away. Don't don't anything uh, I'm trying to think. Things that were stated in the trailer. Um, Obi-Wan being on Tatooine. And uh, we we knew, did we know that a big villain from Star Wars was going to be? Was he in the Yeah, at the very end, they did the little... 
we knew the actor. So we know. Oh, that's yeah. true. We do uh, know the actor. Yeah. Well. I'm trying to make sure. I was like, what do we know from trailers? Yeah. So here's the thing, everyone. Uh, a lot of times we're so like, we get news stories every day. We're constantly reading for the podcast. Yep. Um, articles, like our Facebook feeds and stuff full of it, or Instagram feeds. Um, and so things get confirmed, and we know about it when I realize that not everyone else does and that it might be. Well, also, yeah, and then, like, a lot of it is leaks and rumors, and I try not to report on anything that's a leak or rumor because I yeah. don't like them. You know, like, so um, when, it, when they finally do confirm things, I'm like, yes, let's talk about it. Yeah, uh, I was like, in the tra- is it in the trailer? Because that's what, the, yeah. like, the, a normal person yeah. <laughs> will for oh, sure know. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. He was aficionados like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, we know that... Uh, Darth Vader and then the Inquisitors. Um, right, the Inquisitors are make their debut. Trailer and you yep. get the hint yep. of yeah, um, yeah. You get the little breathing thing at, for Darth Vader. Um, so we're gonna talk a little bit about that, but we can't really get too into spoiler yeah. territory. I can, I can share my my opinion so far without spoilers. I think. Yeah, same. Yeah, go for it. Um, I really love Ian McGregor, and I really love his Obi Wan. Mm. It's so fun. Yeah. I I and I do totally get what um I think it was the director right a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. we directed how how he sort of compared it to like Logan or Joker. It's very much a character study. I fully agree with that, and yep. I really really love that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I really like I like it when it's about him. There's some plot things or things that happen that confuse me. That the more I think about it, the more I'm like, huh wait what but then it's kind of like just walk around it's kind of like oh i was i was talking about like this way there's something else where i'm like the more you think about it the worse it gets oh dr strange not quite to dr strange's level (laughs) not quite to that level at all especially the show's not even done yet Mm -hmm. but on a very small (laughs) level um Mm. it is a little bit like that to me Unfortunately, where it's like the more I think about yeah. the actual things that happen or the things I see on screen sometimes mm-hmm. and actually like cognitively think about it, I'm just like, yeah, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Or like, why did they do this or whatever? Um, mm-hmm. But as far as that, when it's focused on Obi-Wan, um, it's like really good. I really like it. So that's, yeah, because there there are um, a lot of things where like I think episode one and two were the strongest for me. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though, even though there were other things that I that I still had myself going like, okay, that doesn't make sense, you know. Um, third episode, I think, was the most like inconsistent for me. Like there were some really awesome like moments, but I agree. I think yeah, but and it's just like you were saying, and like yeah, but the more you think about it, you go, huh? Like yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like I need to watch the third episode again too because my mind wasn't like fully there when I was watching it. Like. Um, yeah it was like there's some like you said too obi-wan is like really good and like and and a lot of the characters are good for the most part but there's just so much there that's like Mm -hmm. confusing um my biggest worry with the show um i think it was episode two was i was like are we gonna get another old man mm -hmm. uh young child story i was like we've done this star wars please stop um and I don't think that's going to be the case, which I'm really grateful for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they kind of got rid of the plot device. Yeah. I know um, exactly what you mean. I, fe- I felt the same, though. I yeah. was like, oh, and then, okay. Yeah. And then like, it feels yeah. weird, too. I was like, is that what this show is going to be? I don't want that. I just want Obi-Wan struggling with his own demons. Yeah. And uh, I yes. think that's what we're going to get and yep. we're going to continue getting. Um, 
Yeah, because like there's a I lot. Hope so. There's a lot that adds so much to the prequels and parts of the original trilogy. Yeah. And, and like there's just there's just other times where it's like, um, yeah, like it's you know you're not sure like where they're gonna go with some of it, and then also like some of the stakes especially don't feel as high because like we already know what happens to a lot of these characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also it just it adds a lot to like what we've already seen too. So um, I will say too, I really loved that the uh, recap. They had a recap in the first place, oh, and the yes. recap, recap was the movies. Yes. I was like, I, <laughs> that too. I was like, okay, yeah, I need to know what I need to know. Perfect. Um, I think it would have been fun to put clips from Clone Wars in there, but it would have been jarring, so I guess it's, it was a good choice. Man, there, and having watched Clone Wars recently, there's some stuff that I'm like, oof, like, it, it's crazy. Or Rebels, because I have no idea who the Inquisitors are until, like... Yeah. All, everything I know about the Inquisitors is from the show. Well, Rebels is still after this, so they wouldn't do that. Um, oh, okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. But now it's back to when they were. Yeah, I actually, um, I really like the Inquisitors in the show. I, I don't think that's spoiler to say. I, I like them as characters a lot. Um, they're mm-hmm. kind of funny to me, but like not in a way where they're actually yeah. humorous. It's more like seeing their conflicts mm-hmm. within their own group is really funny to me i, I like and, and that see a lot. which is yeah, which is weird like i don't know if i quite like the inquisitors yet because like having intro being introduced to them and like jedi fallen order they're uh, like the inquisitors are straight up intimidating to me like you know fair. like they should they should be and then this time in this show they're not really that intimidating to me like that totally makes maybe sense. it's because like maybe because it's like oh no you're in this role in which they're supposed to kick the heck out of you and they are supposed to be stronger than you so it's mm-hmm. like I guess maybe it's the transition between oh it's a video game and a show, um, but yeah, and I just feel like we still don't know enough about the Inquisitors. Like there's yeah. like how they have all their titles and stuff like that. Like I want them to be a little more menacing. I think. <laughs> you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, but yes, they're also kind of funny and awkward. Yeah. Too deeply into Darth Vader, but I will say I feel like the more that they, it's okay for him to be on screen, but the more he talks. The uh, the less oomph he has for me, um, and I don't, I won't go any deeper in that. But I just I don't know. I thought that in Rogue One he was awesome in Rogue One. Oh yeah. Uh, and then he does like a pun, and I love puns. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, come on, come on, Darth Vader, you're you're the villain of all time. And yeah, like they've done well. Like I was talking to a coworker about this. They have done well to make Darth Vader the most intimidating presence. Like in the last couple like pieces of media that I've seen and played you know like again jedi fallen order that i mean the game is yeah. a few years old now but like he you know he makes an appearance in that straight up scary rogue one straight up scary and then even in that vader immortal game that i played in vr recently it's uh, like the yeah. dude is scary you know like so in this it just feels weird I like think, it doesn't have that weight i think it's um i don't know i feel mixed because i i, I know what you guys are saying and i still i mm. agree but I also think about some things that happened that, again, I'm not going to spoil, where it's like, oh, yeah, it does show him as very much a villain. And I appreciate yeah. that, where you're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, like, you know, this isn't Anakin anymore. This is Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And, and I like that. But mm-hmm. at the same, it's like, I feel like I have both those opinions at the same time, which is interesting, where it's like, for some reason, he seems less intimidating. But at the same time, I feel like I can see this, like, oh, yeah, he is there's, evil. He's a villain. There's, so it's a, like a weird a poetic, there's a poetic justice that happens in episode three that's like... Oh dang! Like yeah, um, yeah, and which I would have loved to see more of that kind of stuff at the end of the season. So episode three also did feel a little weird to me that we were getting some of this, like so, which felt so soon. 
Even though mm-hmm. it is technically halfway through the season already. Which is... Um, well, I, I mean, I hope they really kind of dive into that. I want... To me, that's what the show, when the trailers and stuff was going to be, is Obi-Wan... Um, and Darth... Meeting Darth Vader for the first time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so, I hope that they kind of lean into that. Yeah. Uh, I also will say, when we can move on, if you guys don't have anything else, but... Uh, yeah. That I love that the scenery has changed so much. That's I love huge that. for me. Because I don't know. I like Boba Fett burned me out on Tatooine. I don't want to spend yeah. any more time in Tatooine. Seriously. Yeah. I'm I'm really thankful that I mean, we'd seen in the trailers that there was a lot going on, mm-hmm. and uh, I just didn't believe it. I was like, going to be Tatooine, and then yeah. something at the end. Yep. Scenery set pieces have been beautiful. The, oh, that's, the, that's really the set good. pieces have been really good. Like I've liked a lot of that. Yeah. You guys have anything else? No. I, I think we've said as much as we could say. Good, because we have a whole other show to talk about. Uh, Stranger oh. Things. <laughs> no, I should preface. Yeah. I haven't finished Stranger Things. I still have a couple okay. episodes left, but I only have two episodes left. So, like, oh, we should gosh. avoid spoilers as a whole, because it's still a pretty new show. Yes. Yeah, we don't want to tell anything from the podcast. avoid spoilers. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this. Yeah. Uh... Th- like I've said this on Twitter that I think like even with episode like even with the, la- the last episode and most of the show for, as a whole like or this season like this season is probably a 10 out of 10 for me and probably one of the best things I'll watch on TV all year. Yeah. Like be- because I of think the it's final, because sad of episode seven. that because of episode what? Because of episode seven which is okay. technically not the final episode. That's true. Isn't there right. going to be part two? It's part one. Yeah, it's crazy. There's, part two comes out in July 1st. So there are two technically movies. Like, they're like, like, they're as long as two movies. Which is crazy. Yeah. So there's three more hours of this season that we'll get in, I think, a month? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. It's like really yeah. soon. Yeah, it's like July. Then I heard oh, they're also even going to do another season on top of that later. Like, which, next year. Oh, man. Which I'm like, which okay, is, you know I mean, what? Huge. I'll forgive you. I will forgive you for making me wait years. <laughs> For this season, because you're getting me all this oh, content man. now. You know what? Sure, this, I will forgive you for this, that. This season, I think it's really sad that the uh, Netflix is doing so poorly. That they're losing all this money. Yep. Um, because they've dumped so much money into this show. Oh, lots of. But it looks so good. I actually wish that I would have seen it in theaters the entire thing. I don't know how that would have worked, uh, but I would have gone to theaters every week to like mm-hmm. watch the episodes come out. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're long enough. One right? sitting would they're be a little like hard. Over but... an hour each one. They're over an hour. Yeah. If I could have bought a ticket for like 30 bucks and then gone to each episode every week um, for not like the full price oh, of a man. movie ticket if every they, time. If they released these last two parts of the season in theaters, people would go pay to see that. Yeah. People would. Uh, I told it would. feels. We, we talked about it. I really didn't believe they deliver um, on the, the special effects and stuff. Uh, we'd seen the trailers, and I was like, it just looks like more no, Stranger Things, so which cool. isn't a bad thing. Uh, but visually, this uh, this season has been next level. Yep. Um, and you can tell the budget behind it is just, it's really well done. Yeah. Um, I I like a lot from this season. And again, I haven't even finished it. So, like, your your favorite part is the last episode. I haven't seen that, and it's already, like, yeah. I really like the season. It just... It- it is the last this la- the last episode of this part I guess enhances the whole entire series for me. Sweet. Like okay. even cool. even see even like season three is like the weakest for me. But I mean this like this whole season four just everything that's happened. The one before, where they had the eleven spin off pilot was the worst one for me. Oh just that's, that one I think that was season three, wasn't it? 
Um, that was season two. I think it was season two, but it could it could have been season uh, three. I don't okay. actually remember. Yeah, it was bad. It was yeah. Bad. Um, uh, yep. It's scarier than any other season two. They went hard uh, on horror. Some people summer. may want to you know know that uh, yep. if you're not into horror, it really leans into the horror this season. Uh, I was just thinking about season one, and it was creepy, but it was kind of like a like an ET. Remember how you used to like Ghostbusters? Yeah, we got Ghostbusters. Yeah, this one's like um, body horror a little bit. Yep, it's kind of like yeah. you don't like style. That, you're not gonna like this. My, like it's gory. My mom, she loves this show. She was so excited for the yeah. show. Like I, I also love this show, but like I, it'd been so many years since watching the last season that I kind of lost my hype for. It. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll watch it, but like I'm also more excited yeah. for like Obi Wan. I'm still watching, you know, Kukui Sama Loves War, that sort of thing, right? Um, this, this season looks like more of the same from when we saw the trailer. Yeah, and so then, but then, like, I remember my mom, like, she was really excited. Then she messaged me. She's like, yeah, I watched episode one. I can't watch anymore. It's too much for me. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. She's also the type of person where, See, like... See, I feel like that's going to happen to some people. It's bad. I, I told her to yeah. not watch the second Doctor Strange movie, right? Like, it's that... It's yeah. That's even too, okay, too yeah. much for her. So I'm just like, yeah, it yeah. totally makes sense. Um, I've got example. friends that I... They haven't seen it, and I would recommend it to them. But seeing this season, I'm like, you're not going to be able to enjoy this. It's just... Yeah, uh, mm. it's a little too dark for some. Uh, it's, it's very influenced by like Nightmare on Elm Street and Carrie. Like, yes. Yeah. If I had not, I'm invested because of the original, like the first few seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was not invested, seeing some of the stuff in this season, I wouldn't go back and like rewatch them if I've never seen them before. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's what because I don't like horror um, that much. Stranger Things was always a kind of a weird thing. Um, I, I think love, it was the 80s nostalgia. I love how this walks the line to where it's like horror and it's terrifying, but it's not gory. Like, it's not really as gory as like it could be, like as most horror is. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's still pretty rough it's, parts, but like... Yeah, that first scene uh, was just like, oof. I thought they had um, a trigger warning. Um, yeah. Which, definitely. man, that was bad timing for both of those shows yeah. to come out, right? <laughs> yeah. Literally both of them. Yeah, that's I true, actually. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, can we not... Obi-Wan... Um, Maybe we just don't. Yeah, maybe uh, we just don't do that anymore. Um, I like yeah. this season. Again, to not play spoilers, I feels both has the same energy of the first season, where it feels like you you're back to like the oh it's a small town mystery thing going on, which mm-hmm. is what was so alluring mm-hmm. to the first season. It was like you know here's a small town, here's this mystery happening. You don't really know what's going on. You have to kind of figure it out. You don't really trust the authorities necessarily. Um. And so it has that same vibes, which I really, really love and appreciate, because that was what originally intrigued me about the first season, which when I fell in love with the show was literally the first season. Um, Mm. But at the same time, there are still high stakes that are are, are there. And so it's like, it's a a really interesting mix where it's like, oh yeah, there is a lot of danger happening. There are high stakes, but at the same time, it's not, um, you still have that same energy of the, um, that original season, um, as well as this Mm. core group of friends and like character development. I'm always a sucker for character development, so big fan of that. Huge development in this. Yeah, um, and also like just again trying not to spoil anything about like even the, even the villain or anything, but I really like some of the messages that's actually putting out. I didn't really seem I, I don't really think I got many, and maybe I just forget. I, I don't really remember any messages from like the first three seasons, but I feel like this has like a theme and a message about like mm-hmm. you know trauma and and that's like a serious mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I think it's really cool how they're sort of presenting that through some of the characters and, um, yep. you know, how do you deal with trauma 
and like how do you talk to your friends about it and that sort of especially thing especially after it's really three good. seasons of it too you know like yeah you could tell season four everybody's kind of just t- like burned out and just kind of like they're done almost you know yeah so like, i just think that's really yeah. uh really good so yep definitely cool all right well, we'll get into no do we have any other tv shows that we've watched uh lj no? No. Uh-uh. I think I just listed okay. Obi-Wan and Stranger Things. I didn't actually look. I just kind of started to move on. I was like, oh, I better check. <laughs> no, um, you're good. For me too. These TV news will be cut pretty quick. We've got a, a trailer for Sandman, which is really it was a comic book, then an audio drama on Audible, um, and now it is a Netflix show. Very adult, very mature. Okay. Good to know. Yes. Uh, makes sense. There is literally a naked person in the trailer. Yep. He's covered, but, but yeah. <laughs> probably for the sake of the trailer. Um, I'm just skipping through it again just to kind of refresh my it's mind. It's very much the darkest corners of... Because Sandman is like based on DC stuff. <laughs> um, and it's very in the very, very dark corners of DC. Like that audio book is very mature as well. So that's where they're taking notes from is, okay. is the audio. The actress uh, that played Clara and Doctor Who is in it. She plays someone with the last name Constantine. Does that... The Constantine? Hmm. I think his I don't... wife or ex-wife. I don't remember. Okay. So it is connected. I, I didn't know it's Constantine connected. Was a... Oh, yeah. The audiobook has heavy DC connections. That's cool. Okay. It, so I don't know how heavy they'll get in this, but obviously Constant, the name Constantine is there. Okay. That's not just coincidence. That's cool. I, yeah. It's been um, a while. I'd have to remember who exactly that is, but yeah. I know a lot of people are really excited about this. I don't know anything about it. Um, but it looks interesting so a date announcement so we should have a date what's date uh august 5th there you go uh and then the other thing much smaller news like i said tv news are pretty light this week uh the lord of the rings show the rings of power Uh uh-huh still sounds like a voltron series (laughs) uh to me (laughs) um has plans up to season five they've even got it storyboarded like the last scene of the show storyboarded so that's pretty crazy okay Um, wow i hope that they make it regardless if it's good or bad just because i don't know like if you got that much work into it then just and people are are already ragging on like the stuff we've seen already Mm -hmm. um but it's more of a like don't touch my baby you know, don't ruin my baby sort of thing, you know, like, so I don't yeah. know. We'll, we'll have to see like once we actually see more of like the, what the show. Looks Maybe like. that's what it is for me. Yeah. It's like, I just don't want something Lord of the Rings to be canceled. It's just because, oh, it's not Peter Jackson's or it's not, you know, this, you know, like is why it'll get mm-hmm. canceled. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I they're already doing the some books. things that the people are, are hating on. Um, which to me it's like i don't know like do what you you know to me it's like i think it's okay for people to be adventurous but other people are like nope don't change a thing you know (laughs) this i didn't know this is really uh, curious amazon actually bought the rights for a 50 hour show Um, oh yeah so like the as far as the rights go they have that much yeah paid for yeah yeah because they uh i think it's the tolkien estate they literally had to like I think hit up about it. I think. Yeah. 
there are things in the first season that don't pay off until season five. Um, so that could be annoying if they don't finish the story. I don't know. I'm curious. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Maybe five years will seem too short. We'll be like, man, or you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah. We'll see. All right. We'll end the show there. Did you guys geek out about anything else this week? Mm, nothing I can think of. No. That's it. Okay. Well, we will end it there. Shelly, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Um, and I am still taking a break from streaming, but eventually you'll find me back um, twitch.tv slash grace. And LJ? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and sometimes TikTok at LJThePaladin. And I'm streaming on our channel on Friday nights, uh, streaming some Transformers War for Cybertron. Cool. You can find me on Instagram at Coney Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.